Put the gun I down. I saw you with the box. Who was in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, David. It seems that envy is my sin. Oh, uh, what's in the box? Not taking. Give me the what's gun. What's in the fucking box? Give me the gun. You tell me, you tell me that's not true. That's not true. Become vengeance, David. Ah, oh, it's all right. You tell me. Become Welcome to Geek Fights. I'm Damon Shaw, and with me as always is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we've got Chuck Farrell. Hey, hey. Jared Fornby. Hi. And Tess Craft. Hi. So, uh, what are we fighting about this time, Damon? Uh, this time is scariest movie of all time, not to be confused with best horror film, because we are going to do a best horror film, but this is the movie we find the scariest, uh, for this time. There's a couple weird ones on here, but it'll all make sense later. Um, Mike, how do our fights work? Well, we have an NCAA tournament-style bracket. We pit two competitors against one another and put it to a vote. Majority wins. The panel can decide the battle any way they see fit, uh, though in this case it should be which one is scariest. But uh, you get to define uh, what is scary for you. Uh, is it scary now? Scared you when you were a kid? Uh, just the existence of the movie alone is scary to you? Whatever you want, any criteria, you just use what we call geek logic. Mike, what is geek logic? Uh, geek logic, as always, can best be explained by this wonderful pre-recorded message. Webster's Dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on geek logic, it would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you. And that's geek logic. All right, let's get started. Uh, we're going to start right off the top with uh, uh, a movie that scared, well, me and, well, we'll get into that in a second. It's the Amityville Horror versus Child's Play. And uh, while I find uh, Amityville Horror very, very scary, um, there is something that scares the shit out of me about a, a doll that's what, about two and a half feet tall running around killing people. And, and, and I saw that at the wrong age. I think I was like 13 or 14 when I saw that movie and it fucked me up. So I'm going to vote Child's Play. Mike? You know, I'm I'm gonna go the opposite and vote Amityville Horror. I, I think I was a little a little too old for uh the little doll to be scary for me. Uh, I always found the child's play movies a little more funny than scary. And uh the Amityville horror when I was a kid uh scared the shit out of me, especially that scene where they find the little hidden room in the back. And I remember my uh, aunt and uncle's house had a hidden room in the back that I wouldn't go into for years because I was pretty sure it was a gateway to hell. Okay, uh, Chuck? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Child's Play on this one. Uh, my parents had always kind of not let me watch um, scary movies when I was a kid, and this was one of the few I got to, to kind of, against their will, see, and the uh, the doll just scared the shit out of me, so Child's Play. All right, Jared? Uh, Amityville Horror. Okay, Tess? Um, I actually, I'm going to have to go with Child's Play on this one. Uh, Amityville, I was raised Catholic, so very little of that, you know, demonic possession gateway to hell shit actually scares me now. Uh, but Brad Dourif's voice coming out of a teeny little creepy doll, absolutely scary. All right, Child's Play moves on, and so do we. 
Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is The Hills Have Eyes versus Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Well, uh, for Indiana Jones, all I have to say is no time for scares, Dr. Jones, because that movie's not scary at all. I'm going Hills Have Eyes. Well, for Hills Have Eyes, Chuck. Uh, I'm going to have to go Indiana Jones, having seen that uh, also at a young age. Um, just a classic movie, maybe kind of tongue-in-cheek, but uh, uh, I'm gunning for the Jones. All right, Jones and for Jones. Jared? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. I think the bug sequence is a lot creepier than anything in Hills Have Eyes. Tess? I got to go Hills Have Eyes. You know, inbred nuclear disaster, cannibals, etc., yeah, that's uh, definitely scarier than, you know, little dude in a baseball cap. Yeah, you know, little dude in a baseball cap, you are right, it's not scary. But brown people who aren't Christian are extremely scary. <laughs> <laughs> when you throw in the fact that they can rip people's hearts out of their chest without, with, just by saying a magic phrase, I gotta go Temple of Doom. And Temple of Doom moves on, and yes. Chuck... This one is yours. It is The Exorcist versus Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Exorcist, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer uh, Space, you know, save its camp value. Uh, just isn't as classic as The, the Exorcist. So. All right. Jared? Uh, I'm going to go with The Exorcist. It seems kind of obvious to me. <laughs> Tess? Uh, you really need to ask me that one? Exorcist all the way. Uh, another vote for The Exorcist. I am going to vote for Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Clowns don't scare me, but that fucking movie did. I was at the age where I was watching it for boobs, but those fucking clowns and eating people and shit really did fuck me up. So uh, I got to go Killer Clowns. Mike? Uh, your mother sucks cocks in hell. It's The Exorcist. <laughs> Wait, how did your mom know my mom was in hell? No, I'm joking. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Moving on, Jared. This one is yours. It is Jacob Slatter versus Signs. I get. I know that everybody in, when they think about Signs, they're always thinking about that part when like the alien leg, you know, flies out at the camera on the TV. It's like, oh my god, that's an alien. Oh my god, that scared me. But I got to go with uh, that Jacob's ladder sequence with the with the girl writhing in the house party, and like that white tail leaps out her mouth. That was pretty scary. So I'm going to go with Jacob's Ladder. A vote for Jacob. Tess? Um, I'm going to have to go with Jacob's Ladder also. The, it's much scarier when you think it really could be real. Okay. Um, Jacob's Ladder is a scary, freaky movie, but yeah, you, you talked about the alien leg scene, but I think uh, there are a few other scenes in that movie that are that are really, really good and scary, like when the dog dies, and all he does is zoom in on the wall, and all you hear is horrible growling and the dog whimpering and you know and seeing the hand underneath the door those are really scary moments so i'm gonna have to give it to signs mike yeah i'm gonna go with signs too because that movie is so scary it uh, made mel gibson crazy (laughs) (laughs) uh it's all tied up and going to you chuck which one do you have um i'm gonna have to uh go with jacob's ladder um, that's a movie I saw it to be honest um, I kind of predicted the ending to it but I thought it was a cool movie signs like the way it was marketed made you think you know like aliens were on the planet they were invading and stuff and it ended up being this really slow build movie and I'm, I'm supposed to believe that like 
God had Mel Gibson's wife die to say swing away just in case if aliens invaded planet Earth and their weakness is water. Okay, <laughs> two thirds of the planet is water, and that's their major weakness, and they're invading this planet. I don't understand that. <laughs> Fuck M. Night Shyamalan, man. He sucks. Oh, yeah. Everybody focuses on the water. Yep. And. Unfortunately, Jacob's Ladder moves on, and we are, too, on to our next fight. Tess, this one is yours. It is Event Horizon versus E.T. Hmm, Event Horizon versus E.T. Um, Event Horizon was just kind of meh for me. I, uh, it really didn't catch my attention at all, but as a little kid, as much as you're supposed to find E.T. all, like, fuzzy and warm and lovey and what have you, and inspirational and Spielberg and bullshit, but, uh... I really, I found it actually kind of frightening. It's uh, for a, uh, given the age that I was when it was first released, I found myself. You know, it's one of the first times I'd seen any, any cr- creature die on television or uh, in, in the theater, and was it, it really disturbed me a hell of a lot more than than I was willing to admit. So I got to go with ET. Uh, yeah, it's got to be ET. I. Went to the, it was the first movie I've, I can remember seeing in theaters. It's the absolute first. And the scene where they're in the cornfield and E.T. just starts ah! screaming. And then Elliot starts screaming. And then I start screaming and I start crying. And uh, if E.T. moves on, I'll tell you more about my E.T. horror story. But I'm voting for E.T. Mike? Uh, you know, I, I really didn't care for Event Horizon very much. Um, I thought it was kind of a, a weak movie. I was I was never scared by it. Um, and uh, E.T., it didn't really scare me much except for that scene where the government agents are trying to shoot the kids with walkie-talkies. <laughs> <laughs> so where's your vote going? E.T. It's the magic of editing. Uh, Chuck? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Mike when it comes to Event Horizon. Um... There was uh, not a lot of hype, but a lot of kind of buzz about, ooh, what a creepy sci-fi movie. Um, wasn't a fan of it. Uh, plus, my geeky Arthur C. Clarke slash Star Trek nerdum was kind of pissed off by the fact that they can transport to hell dimension inexplicably. But I won't even get into that. So, E.T., uh, as a kid, the whole government agents coming for E.T. scared the hell out of me and is probably responsible for my unhealthy paranoia towards the government today. So, <laughs> All right, a vote for E.T. and Jared? E.T. Fight Club to my life. <laughs> E.T. Fight Club? I'm going to go with E.T. also because Event Horizon always was so limp because it was just hell. Like in the end, like all this creepy stuff happened. Oh, it's just hell, didn't you know? <laughs> hell and space together that doesn't sound right All Absolutely. right, that sounds like a bad Hellraiser sequel <laughs> yeah e. yeah like number 5 E.T. in a clean sweep wow uh, <laughs> moving on we've got Silence of the Lambs versus The Shining and uh, seeing as I am not a uh, young woman who is waiting to be skinned alive and cummed on and all that fun stuff I'm going to go with the, the Shinnin because uh, that movie's kind of effed up, so I'm going Shining. Mike? Red rum, red rum, Shining. Another vote for The Shining. Chuck? Um, I'm going to have to go for The Shining, too. I actually had a tough time, though, with this one, because I really like both of these movies. It scared the hell out of me. But, you know, just, you know, Kubrick, it's classic, Shining. Vote for Shining. Jared? Yeah, they're both really classic movies in this area but I gotta go with The Shining too probably just cause I saw it younger and Tess 
Well, this is, I had a really tough time with this one because my, my inner movie geek was fighting my inner book geek. And um, if I had to go strictly by the story itself, I would have had to go Silence of the Lambs. But Jack Nicholson is so fucking creepy that, that the, the Shining has to win. And the Shining hey, yeah. <laughs> wins in a clean sweep. You going to open one for us? Who's drinking beer? That sounded um, awesome. That's me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing all the way from New Jersey. Uh, uh, here, here you go. I'm passing one to you. <laughs> oh, thank you. There you go. Mike, we're on God, to our that next. I got warm fast. <laughs> 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 on to our next film. Uh, it films. It is Cujo versus Seven. Uh, you know, I never really cared for Cujo. I, again, I didn't think it was a particularly scary movie. Uh, I'm not a big fan of, of dogs in the first place. And uh, Seven, that movie just creeped the shit out of me. Uh, I think what made that movie scary was the fact that, that that was something that could be very real. You know, crazy, you know, weird demon dogs is one thing. But serial killers like that, that was that was scary. Seven. Uh, vote for seven, Chuck. Uh, this is actually a great forum for me to present my theory that all Stephen King horror books that are adapted into movies suck, whereas all positive Stephen King movies uh, like The Green Mile and Shawshank make good adaptations. I haven't seen a Stephen King adaptation that made to film that did not suck. Um, seven was a great movie. Seven. Now vote for seven, Jared. I'm sorry, I was just remembering. What The Shining just got through, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That's the exception. <laughs> oh, it's got to be seven. You. Seven. There goes that theory. Seven, Tess? I don't know. I think Chuck and I might have to have some words about that whole Stephen King thing, simply because the Stephen King adaptations that do not have Stephen King having any variety of creative control over the, the <laughs> ultimate output are actually good. The ones that he's involved in, different story. Uh, but with this, in this case, sorry, rabies doesn't fucking scare me. So I got to go with creepy as hell, Kevin Spacey. You know, I, I am going to do naughty, horrible things to your wife and, that, and just to push you over the edge because I can. So seven it is. All right. And uh, I'm going to throw a vote to Cujo because I'm actually I'm not scared of dogs, but I am scared of dogs, being that I'm a black person and we're kind of raised to be scared of dogs somewhat. It's one of those things that's just inadvertent. I don't know, the 1960s and, you know, th- you know, throwing dogs at people. So I'm going to go to Cujo, but Seven moves on, and we do too. And Chuck, it's another Stephen King. It is It versus Halloween. Uh, okay, well, It I actually saw when I was in sixth grade uh, and scared the hell out of me. Uh, then I saw it uh, just a year or two ago again, and I was like, holy shit, why did I find this scary? It's a fucking clown. Uh, but anyway, uh, Halloween, classic movie, um, and always will be classic. Um, I think it aged very well, so I'm going for Halloween. A vote for Halloween, Jared? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Halloween, too, simply because uh, it... Man, what was going on at the end there? When like they go up to the monster, like I'll put their hands in it and like, gut some light out of it? Like, <laughs> What? What? <laughs> no, no, I'm going to go with Halloween, where, like, Donald Pleasance is like, oh, shoot that fucker and all that shit. That was great. All right, Tess? Um, it, it's going to have to be another vote for Halloween. It is my favorite scary movie of all time, my favorite horror movie of all time, perhaps my favorite movie of all time. Holy and shit. The only thing that uh, that 
it has for, going for it is Tim Curry. <laughs> All right. And, and you know what? I, I, because Halloween is already going on, I'm going to give it a vote because Tim Curry is freaky as hell. Yeah, the second half of that movie sucks, but the beginning of that movie is great. They all float. They all float down here. That shit is so fucked up. A clown in the sewers, and a kid's like, yeah, I'll play with you. What? What? Mike? See, bad parenting. It's just bad parenting. <laughs> you know, I'm going to vote for it also, even though uh, it's not moving on. Um, clown and Spider... That's uh, double scary. Oh, sure. Sympathy clown vote. Way to go. <laughs> packed with light. Just packed with some light. <laughs> but unfortunately, it is not moving on. Halloween is. And uh, Jared, this one is yours. It is Alien versus Predator. Oh, man. Do you go with, like, the template, which is Alien? Or do you go with the guys that took the template and made Rambo meet Alien? Wow. Man, they're both so ingenious. I predict Alien's going to go forward, so I'm going to go ahead and vote for Predator now because I just think Predator is so smart to, like, grab all the big muscle dudes and try to scare the crap out of them. It was really, really cool. All right. So, Predator. A vote for Predator. Tess? Um, I, I got to go with Alien on this one. Uh, it, it, uh, it made the mold. All right. A vote for Alien. And uh, you're right, Jared. Big, huge muscle men scared out of their fucking minds. How could you not be scared? But also, I was a kid when I watched it. That was, what, 87, 88 when that came out? So I was like 87. I was, uh, I was 10 or 11 when I saw that movie, and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers, Action Jackson himself, scared shitless. That scared the hell out of me, so I got to go with Predator. Mike? Uh, well, Predator produced uh, both... A governor, uh, a Republican governor of California, and a Reform Party governor of uh, Minnesota. And uh, as a Democrat, I can't vote for it, so I have to vote for Alien. A vote for Alien? <laughs> logic. It's all tied up and coming to you, Chuck. Which one do you have? Uh, I'm going to have to go uh, with Alien. I hope this one goes pretty far. Uh, Alien could simultaneously be one of the greatest science fiction and horror movies of all time. Predator, kind of scary, but Alien is just scares the shit out of me every time I see it, so Alien. Uh-huh. And it's a great action film on top of it. This is true. Okay, moving on, Tess. This one is yours. It is Mommy Dearest versus Psycho. Oh, mommy issues. Um... They're both scary in different ways. Mommy Dearest being that, you know, what if your childhood was actually like this? But I think Psycho really takes it because not only is it the first time that people were losing their ever-loving minds in the theater, uh, you have a signature performance um, at, with, with the, the Norman Bates character. That it, it, he was creepy in the book, and this put, threw it so far over to the point that it actually ruined the lead actor's career. That he was a, he was a romantic comedy lead <laughs> before starring in this movie. It ruined him forever. So you're going psycho. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Until Psycho 3. <laughs> yeah, well, he was just headed for the paycheck at that point. Oh. <laughs> uh. But I second one his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I am going with Mommy Dearest because uh, 
it didn't really scare me that much, but it it absolutely petrified my mother. So much so that if I said, yes, mommy dearest, I could get away with anything I wanted to do because that was the last thing she wanted me to say. And no wire hangers! Mike? Uh, I I thought Mommy Dearest was funny, so I'm going to vote for Psycho. Uh, vote for Psycho, Chuck? Yeah, no contest, Psycho, man. Vote for Psycho and Jared. Yeah, I'm going to go throw my head in with Psycho, too. Everybody throwing it in with Psycho. Psycho moving on, and we are as well moving on to our next fight, The Omen versus Salem's Lot. Uh, both movies have really creepy kids in them, but uh, my name is Damon. Um, I was going to be Damien until The Omen came out. My mother, once again, petrified, and she didn't want to have a devil spawn coming out of her vagina. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to go with The Omen. Mike? Yeah, that uh, that little kid, uh, he scared the crap out of me. He had them, them crazy devil eyes. I'm going Omen. Another vote for the Omen, Chuck. Uh, I'm going for Omen. I actually like all, all the old Omen ones before the uh, the bullshit remake, so Omen. The one that came out on 666? Oh. <laughs> Jared? I'm going to go with Salem's Lot. <laughs> and Tess? Um, as much as I love a good vampire movie, I, I got to go with the Omen because not only is that kid fucking creepy, he grows up to be Sam Neill. <laughs> <laughs> So the omen wins, and here we go. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Invasion of the Body Snatchers, uh, in particular the 1978 Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Because, the Sutherland version? Yes. Because <laughs> um, unlike Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this was a true story. <laughs> okay, Chuck? Uh, I'm gonna have to go for Invasion of the Body Snatchers, like the original, like the uh, the remake. Plus, we got a Star Trek connection with Leonard Nimoy. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Invasion, Jared. Oh no way! It is Texas Chainsaw Massacre all day. I mean, I love Nimoy, but I'm not scared of Nimoy. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre is shot like a snuff film. It's like voyeuristic watching it. It works on so many levels. I love that movie. All right. It- TCM gets a vote. Tess? Um, I got to go with Texas Chainsaw also to the point that it is one of those movies that if I make it all the way to the end, I, I'm actually kind of proud of myself because it, it disturbs me enough that I'm like, okay, I can't fucking watch this anymore. All right. It's all tied up. Um, inv- Don't fuck this up, Damon. Inv- <laughs> <laughs> Invasion of the Body Snatchers is scary because the only only thing that you have to do is go to sleep and and it's over. You you you're you're done. And your friends are done. It it just takes a second. Invasion of the uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is us. It's just Americans. And uh it, yeah, it's southern creepy Americans, but it's Americans nonetheless. And I I think there's nothing scarier than Americans. So I'm going to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, USA. <laughs> and, it, and it moves on. Uh, Chuck, this one is yours. It is Nightmare on Elm Street versus Friday the 13th. 
Uh, okay, this is another situation where I uh, so Friday the 13th when I was younger, uh, plus I actually as a uh, young kid being very hip and cool was in the Boy Scouts and actually stayed at uh, this camp where they filmed Friday the 13th. So we always had all this scary stuff connected to Ooh, that. Fancy. Ooh, aren't I cool? Um, and, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger and all that stuff, uh, I didn't really see it until I got older. I didn't find it that scary. So Friday the 13th. A vote for Friday the 13th. Jared? Uh, this is a tough one for me because Nightmare on Elm Street is not Rosemary's Baby and Friday the 13th is not Paranormal Activity. So I got to get R2. <laughs> all right. Odd will go to Nightmare. Even will go to Friday. Mike, what does R2-D2 say? R2 says three. Nightmare on Elm Street gets a point. Tess? Uh, This is another one that I had a really tough time with. I am a huge fan of classic slasher film franchises, and I love them both in different ways. But when I sat down and thought about, as opposed to horror film, when you're talking about scary, I had to go with Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm a lifelong night terror sufferer so the idea of someone killing you in your dreams when your my your dreams are already fucked up enough that one wins hands down all right nightmare no street gets a vote i am gonna go for friday the 13th uh my sister was born on a friday the 13th and uh i've never been able to live that down so i'm gonna go friday the 13th it's all tied up and going to you mike i'm going to give it to nightmare on elm street um Friday the 13th uh, has a lot of shocks. It has a lot of things jumping out at you. Uh, but I never really found it to be particularly scary. Um, but, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, that uh, the the terror in your dreams, that's, that's really scary stuff. All right, Nightmare on Elm Street wins, and we are moving on. Jared, this one is yours. It is Pan's Labyrinth versus Misery. Who you got? Well, I'm going to say that uh, Misery... Uh, it's a pretty cool movie. I always thought that was a good one because it was like Rob Reiner who uh, did all the friendlier Stephen King stuff like Stand By Me and like brought good rep and William Goldman who also brought good rep. And it was a horror movie. So that's always been kind of big in my heart. I always like Misery. I'm going to go with Misery. A vote for Misery. Tess. I actually haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth. And as much as I love Guillermo del Toro, I don't feel like I can give something to a, a vote to something that I haven't seen, so I gotta go with Misery. Besides, that that is an Oscar-winning performance you get out of Kathy Bates. Uh, yeah, she does win an Oscar, and, you know, the scene where she takes the sledgehammer to his legs is so awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. hobbling, oh. Yeah. It oh. still hurts, it still hurts. Just, oh, yeah. But, Pan's Labyrinth is a really <laughs> fucked up, pretty, and scary movie when you see it. It's, it's a really good movie, so I gotta go Pan's Labyrinth. Mike? Pan's Labyrinth is a, a brilliant movie. It's a, a visually stunning movie. It's a, a, a touching movie. But uh, I'm going to go with Misery because Misery loves company. Just like Joni loves Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> You're here all week. Try the veal. <laughs> Tess? Uh, let's see. Who's next? Uh, Chuck? Uh, yeah, I actually had a tough time with this because I really love Misery a lot. Um but uh, Pan's Labyrinth, I do think, was made very well visually. It was very creepy. Um, just like the spoiler alert, you know, children dying um, and whatnot, uh, I thought was kind of uh, a little creepier. So I'm going to go with Pan's Labyrinth. 
Uh, vote for Pan's Labyrinth, but Misery wins. And uh, we are moving on. Uh, Tess, this one is yours. It is The Last House on the Left versus The Night of the Living Dead. Oh, it's another one that's killing me. Um, Last House on the Left is, you know, it's early Wes Craven, and it is absolutely phenomenal. But it left me more nauseated than scared. Uh, it, it's it's in a kind of old school exploitation, murder, revenge kind of thing. And uh, it, it's got its place. But Night of the Living Dead... Not, you just hadn't seen anything quite like that at that time. And, and you know, it's something Romero made with his buddies for no money. And uh, not to mention, it, it's, it actually breaks away from some of the, the stereotypes when you're talking about scary movies. And then at the very end, they shoot the hero. What's scarier than that? All so right. definitely Night of the Living Dead. Vote for Night of the Living Dead. And, uh... I'm going to second it. I would tell you why, but I, I have a feeling it's going to move on. So, Night of the Living Dead. Mike? Yeah, I, I have to agree. Night of the Living Dead uh, had had a, a bigger impact on me than uh, The Last House on the Left. I mean, that was a pretty traditional horror movie for me in a lot of ways. But uh, Night of the Living Dead, I don't know, just something about the, the vibe. It was very creepy. All right, a vote for Night of the Living Dead. Chuck? Uh, Night of the Living Dead, it's just such a classic, uh, amazing movie. You've seen it a million times. Love it every time. Night of the Living Dead. And Jared. It's Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> no, enough said. All right. Night of the Living Dead goes on in a clean sweep. And we are moving on to our last one for this round. Mike, this one is yours. It's a difficult one. It is Jaws versus The Thing. This is probably the the toughest one on here for me. Uh, the, I think the thing is a a classic movie. I think it is one of the great horror movies of all time. But uh, like we said, this isn't really just horror movie. This is scariest movie. And at the end of the day, Jaws just scared me more. A vote for Jaws, Chuck. Uh, yeah, I had a tough time, just like Mike on this one, too. Really loved the uh, original thing. Really loved the uh, John Carpenter uh, uh, remake. Um, but, I mean, when it comes to just being scared, especially having seen it the first time when I was younger, Jaws is just classic. Spielberg, in, you know, in his genius prime early on, so Jaws. Another vote for Jaws. Uh, Jared? I'm going to go with The Thing. Because The Thing is such a great movie. I mean, just through and through. I love all the characters. I love the setting. I love the monster. And, I mean, as much as I know it's scary when a shark comes up on, like, a blonde girl, you know, with her legs kicking, you know? Something about, like, a dog's head splitting in half. It's kind of scarier to me. I don't know, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, if a creature walks into the room and its dog splits in half, its face splits in half like that... I, that scares the shit out of me, so the thing. Going with the thing. Tess. Um, I gotta go with Jaws. What you don't see is always scarier. Dog's face in half. <laughs> uh you know I uh, I like the thing, but I'm never going to Alaska. Uh, not sorry, Alaska, Antarctica. Never gonna be there. 
it's not, I'm but just, you are going swimming. I have been in both the Atlantic and <laughs> Pacific Oceans. And both times when I'm in there, I still think of sharks, even though I know it's not going to happen. And, and you're right, Tess. It's, it's what you don't see. It's kind of the same thing with Alien. It's what you don't see that scares you. You scare yourself. So I go with Jaws, and Jaws moves on into the next round. Uh, the next round is Child's Play versus the Temple of Doom. Exorcist versus Jacob's Ladder, E.T. versus The Shining, Seven versus Halloween, Alien versus Psycho, The Omen versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Nightmare on Elm Street versus Misery, Night of the Living Dead versus Jaws, and we'll be back after this short message. Wanna go psycho with me, Elvira, here at the Bates Motel? You will be my guest at Universal Studios in Hollywood for a monstrous bash at the Bates Motel. Shower anyone? This Halloween, go psycho with Elvira and win a party with me at Slice. Slice! I just love that name. Welcome back, and uh, we're going to start something new. Uh, people have asked, Jared, uh, uh-huh. who, who are the people that we have on the panel? So we're going to start, what's your geek cred? We're going to find out a little bit of the pa- about the panel right now. Uh, Chuck, we're going to go right to you. What's your geek cred? Uh, okay, well, I have no official things down on pen and paper, but uh, um, suffice to say, I pretty much grew up as a big sci-fi slash movie comic book uh, uh, nerd, read a lot of DC comics, um, would read a lot of stuff like uh, Analog Magazine, uh, Fantasy and Science Fiction Magazine, um, you know, uh, Heavy Metal, um, uh, so, you know, big movie fan, uh you're a big James uh, Bond fan, right? Yeah, big James Bond fan. Seen those movies uh, several times. I owned, I collect uh, original movie posters of James Bond and uh, Star Trek. Um, so you know, just an all round, you know, hardcore nerd that just absorbs a lot of uh, uh, sci-fi and um, uh, you know, pretty much everything uh, all around. Yes. So, and, yeah. and you're out, you're out in New Jersey, right? Yeah, that's right. I've, um, I got. Uh, a um, bachelor's degree in uh, uh, social science, a master's degree in teaching, and uh, I taught uh, English and history for for three years. And right now, I'm uh, uh, getting into the IT field because it's pretty bad for teachers out there. So um, that's my professional cred, I suppose. All right, cool. Uh, Jared, what is your geek cred? I'm the uh, blogger for TrekCast.com. I run something called Hey Star Trek which is a blog about Star Trek stuff, Star Trek universe. Uh, also, uh, I jump into other things, other uh, sci-fi things, be they television shows, be they movies. And uh, generally, I'm just uh, sort of a, an opinionated dude. All right. And you're, you're in Vegas right now, but you're going to be moving back to Colorado, right? <gasps> yes. That was, that's, that's supposed to be exclusive information. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah. I'm, I'm moving to Colorado. Well, now the whole internet knows. Yeah. Well, they will after he moves. <laughs> uh, Tess, what is your geek cred? Uh, well, I am first intensely overeducated. Uh, I have a, a master's degree in a liberal art that no one else does anything with. <laughs> uh, I'm a I'm an inveterate gamer. Uh, video games, tabletop, uh, movies. I'm a I'm a big book nerd. Uh, I I also know a lot about really, really random shit, uh, really intense, trivial knowledge. And uh, 
I've tried to get on Jeopardy three times and unfortunately have not managed yet. But I will. Oh, yes. I will. <laughs> and, of course, on top of it, I'm a girl, so that gives me extra points no matter what. No matter what. And don't, you're here. Don't Detroit, forget right? the uh, Ren Fair stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, I have worked at the Michigan Renaissance Festival for the last 15 years, um, not, not counting my, my regular nonprofit job. But, uh, yeah, and I, I, I am here in the god-awful suburbs of Detroit. Uh, You're in South Wings. Detroit. South Detroit! That's Windsor. <clears throat> oh, well, it is Windsor, but still. But those, that is our panel, a little bit about them. Uh, uh, if you like it, let us know. And uh, we are moving on, starting up round two right now. We're going to you, Chuck. It is Child's Play versus Temple of Doom, and this one is yours. Uh, again... Child's play, you know, and again, as a child, it kind of scared me. And same thing with Temple of Doom as a child, it scared me. But uh, I don't know. I just consider any Indiana Jones movie, it's sort of like the Beatles or Led Zeppelin. There is no bad Beatles or Led Zeppelin albums. And uh, aside from Crystal Skull, uh, there is no bad Indiana Jones episode. Curse you, Lucas. Uh, so, um, Jones. Indiana Jones. Jared? Uh I'm going to go with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom uh, because of the ripping the heart out, uh, because it is scary, because it invented PG-13. Uh, yes. I'm going to go with that movie. All right. Temple of Doom. Tess. Um, I still got to go with, with Child's Play. I just don't find Temple of Doom scary. Uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. But Brad Dourif scares the crap out of me. All right. And and. And while brown people do still scare me, and there are a lot of brown people in Temple of Doom and lots of freaky kids, Child's Play is creepy because I did want a My Buddy. I wanted My Buddy. And my (laughs) sister had Kid Sister. And they are the same size and actually the make of the Child's Play doll. And those, it's freaky. So I got to go with Child's Play. It's all tied up and going to you, Mike. You know, I didn't feel fear when I saw Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. The only thing I felt was disappointment. So I'm going to go for Child's Play. For Child's Play, Temple of Doom dies here. And we are moving on. Jared, this one is yours. It is The Exorcist versus Jacob's Ladder. You know, uh, you got like the, the demonic possession thing versus like the drug experimentation thing. Uh, one, I guess, happens. The other one kind of doesn't happen. But I'm going to go with Jacob's Ladder just because when people walk down the street, when, when Jacob walks down the street, people are watching. When Jacob comes home at night, people are waiting. Jacob is running out of time. That's scary freaking marketing. I'll go with that. All right. Jacob's Ladder gets a vote. Tess. Um, I still got to go with The Exorcist. That movie fucked up entire generations of viewers. Uh, not to mention, it is the best use of a random radio tuning sample of all time. Because that's what tub- Tubular Bells is. It was actually meant for like tuning your hi-fi system. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, well, now you do. Now See? Know. Trivial knowledge. Trivial knowledge. And uh, I, as much... As- I gotta go with The Exorcist. Exorcist, I, I'm not very scared by The Exorcist because um, I am possessed by a demon, so it doesn't really scare me at all. Uh, but it is a good movie, so I gotta go with The Exorcist. Mike? You know, there's a, a, a an urban legend, uh, maybe it's true, maybe it's not, uh, I've never had it confirmed, 
that uh, in The Exorcist, when they play the uh, the audio of uh, the speaking in tongues, that that was actually taken from a real exorcism. Even if it's not true, just the thought of it scares the shit out of me. So I'm going for Exorcist. Okay, and Chuck? Uh, I gotta go with Exorcist 2. Jacob's Ladder, I like it's a cool idea, but... Uh, Unfortunately, I feel like it's kind of like a drawn-out Twilight Zone episode. Exorcist is just classic, so uh, Exorcist. Uh, Vote for The Exorcist, and The Exorcist is moving on, and we are on to our next film, or pair of films. Tess, this one is yours. It is E.T. versus The Shining. Uh, E.T. versus The Shining. Um, Once again, I... I gotta go with the classic. Uh, The the Shining is one of the the scariest movies ever made, and... uh, it there there's nothing that I can say about it that makes it less so. All right, a vote for The Shining, and I'm going to vote for E.T. and I'm going to finish the story. C.E.T. scared the shit out of me as a kid, but beforehand there was a shit ton of marketing for children. McDonald's had posters, uh, Captain Crunch had things, everybody had stuff, and my room was filled with E.T. shit, including a poster right above my bed where the eyes would glow in the dark, and every night. I would, my parents would say goodnight and turn off the light, and I'd look up and watch E.T. watching me, watching me sleep, and it would fucking terrify me. So I got to go with E.T. Mike? It's The Shining all the way. E.T. Uh, E.T. could scare a kid, but The Shining can scare a grown-up. <laughs> all right, Chuck. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to, the, you know, E.T., again, like Mike said, may scare me when I'm a kid, but The Shining... Uh, would scare me all, all the time, and plus, damn ET video game ruined video games for a couple of years. So uh, uh-huh. that's kind of a side note. So anyway, uh, Shining, just an amazing movie. A vote for The Shining, Jared. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with The Shining too, um, because uh, when I was little, they, uh, my parents got me the poster of the twin girls that glowed in the dark, and they held hands and stared at me while I slept, <laughs> and that that wigged me out forever. <laughs> All right. The Shining moves on, and we are as well. Uh, next one is Seven versus Halloween. And uh, I've got to go with Seven because I know what's in the box, and that's a fucked up scene. So i got to go with Seven. Mike? You know, in every way, shape, and form, Seven is the superior movie. But uh, it is missing one thing. And that's a William Shatner mask, and that's the scariest thing of all. Halloween. A vote for Halloween, Chuck. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to go for Halloween too. Uh, again, Seven is a great movie, but I feel like Halloween is just such a great uh, movie. It's been kind of ripped off and duplicated so many times, which is why it might have kind of kind of lost its impact. But it's just great. It's got the dude who played fucking Ernst Drafo Blofeld as uh, the doctor or whatever in it. So, uh, Halloween. A vote for Halloween. Jared? Uh, this is really hard for me because I respect Halloween's cred. I respect where Halloween came from. I respect that it was made for $16,000 and uh, sort of became, like, the first really successful independent film, like, as far as, like, making bank. Um, but Seven was so awesome because people walked out of that movie remembering how horribly graphic it was and then having to go back and watch it again and go, it's not that graphic. It's like the movie suggested to them so much more than it was. And so I, I got to go to R2. Going R2 in round two. 
Odd goes to seven, obviously. Even goes to Halloween. Mike, which one is it? I, I just wish R2 had a seven. That would just be, be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> R2 says six, about as close as he can get, but uh, that's, that's Halloween. A that's a vote for Halloween. And Tess. Well, this one's a no-brainer for me, but going back to Jared's point about you know people walking out thinking it was so incredibly graphic, uh, Halloween did that first. His people were losing their minds in the theater, thinking that this was just you know the most graphic, bloody, gory, horrible movie, and there's almost no blood. Almost no blood at all. It's all implied, which I think really leads it to being a more masterful film, particularly considering you're not talking big Hollywood budget. You're not talking – you are talking, you know, two college kids and their buddies doing it all, you know, guerrilla style, places that they didn't even have permits for. And they got Donald Pleasance, who then made a second career out of this film franchise because he was so excited about it. So Halloween all the way. Uh, vote for Halloween. Halloween moving on to the next round. Jay- oh, sorry. Mike, this one is yours. It is Alien versus Psycho. Uh, you know, when, when we talked about E.T., you told a little story about your childhood. Now I'm going to tell you a story about mine. Uh, back, back in, uh, I guess, 1979, when this movie came out, things were different back then. We uh, didn't have the internets and movie theaters. Many of them just had the one screen. And uh, my all-time favorite movie was Superman the Movie. And I went to the same theater over and over again to see it uh, with my dad. And one day we went to see it, and it had been replaced by this other movie. (laughs) This movie called Alien. Um, And I'm thinking, oh, it's Superman's an alien. This is a science fiction movie. (laughs) So... My dad and his son that was way too young to see an R-rated movie decided to go see this, and it scared the shit out of me, especially because it made my dad scream. So uh, Alien is always going to have that impact. I have to pick Alien. A vote for Alien, Chuck. Uh, When Ridley Scott was making Alien, he said when he was creating Alien, he had an idea. 2001 A Space Odyssey meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Alien. A vote for Alien. Jared? Um, I'm going to go with Alien. I'm going to go with Alien because, heck yeah. <laughs> All right. A vote for Alien. Tess? Well, my my heart says Alien, but I, I do, since it's already moving on, it doesn't matter that, I, that I'm going to vote for, for Psycho at this point because it's actually the reason that my mother will not watch anything that mo- remotely resembles a horror film. She saw Psycho in the theater in the 60s, and uh, it screwed her up permanently to the point that if I even suggest that I'm watching a horror film, she gets all like, oh, God, no, I don't want to hear about it. And it's all Alfred Hitchcock's fault. So I am happy Aliens moving on, but I had to give Psycho a little shout out there. Okay. And, you know, I would give a shout out to Psycho because Psycho does, I think, is the one, the one that starts the implied violence thing because you don't actually see him kill anybody in that movie. You, nope, you, you see some chocolate syrup. I, I mean, you really don't see anything, and it's it's very freaky because you think you're seeing something. Your imagination takes over, and Hitchcock was a master of letting your imagination do his job. He just implied shit. Uh, Alien is moving on, so I'm going to give a vote to Psycho be, just just for that. And uh, next one, next battle. Chuck, this 
one is yours. It is the Omen versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oof, this is a tough one. Um, big fan of actually all the Omen movies, again, except the remake. Uh, but, um, you know, just movie by movie, what's scarier? I'm going to have to go with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's just a really great uh, movie, the way it was done. So, uh, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Jared? I'm going with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre all day. Uh, for the reasons I said in the first round... And uh, for the added bonus that Toby Hooper would go on to make Poltergeist, he'd go on to make Salem's Lot and all these other things on this list. And he did that in 73. And, I mean, talk about how Halloween's so awesome and raw. Texas Chance to Massacre. Wow. Way more awesome. Way more raw. All right. Tess. Um, this one was a tough one for me. I actually am going to have to go with Omen more simply because politicians scare me way worse. Politicians scare you worse. Um, I'm going to go with the Omen too. I Watching the nanny kill herself. I mean, watching Damien really just be the most evil little fucking five-year-old in the world. I, I got to go with the Omen, even though Texas Chainsaw Massacre is scary as hell. But I got to go Omen, and it's all tied up and going to you, Mike. Uh, I was really hoping that it was going to be decided before it got to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And even though I I kind of mocked Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the last round, uh, I did it mostly because I wanted to make a joke. Uh, You know, unlike Tess, uh, I was not raised Catholic, so anything having to do with the devil still does scare the shit out of me. But... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, we are talking scariest movie, not necessarily scariest premise or concept. And uh, just in terms of the movie making, Texas Chainsaw Massacre has got to take it. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre moves on. Oh, yeah. Jared, this one is yours. It is Nightmare on Elm Street versus Misery. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go with Misery again. For the reasons I said uh, in the last round, I'm, I'm happy to see it getting this far. But I still don't know if it's really all that scary because of, you know, the talent that I like so much. I don't know if I like the talent more than how scary it was. But Nightmare on Elm Street is still not Rosemary's Baby, so Misery goes forward. Misery moves forward. Tess? I got to go with Nightmare on Elm Street on this one. Um, as, as, as disturbing as Misery was, Nightmare fucked me up way worse. Okay, a vote for Nightmare. Um, I think I'm still, I'm still going to stick with Misery. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is scary because a bad guy that can get you while you're sleeping is pretty fucked up. But if I was a famous person, I'd be absolutely terrified of Misery and Tess's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm voting for Misery. Mike? Uh, I'm going to stick with Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, even though... The sequels eventually just became more camp, and uh, and I didn't even bother seeing the remake. There was something about that first one that really just sort of grabbed me. Something, uh, maybe it was the the concept, uh, maybe it was uh, you know just Wes Craven's execution, but you know at the end of the day, uh, it's a movie about nightmares, and there's nothing scarier than that. All right, Nightmare on Elm Street is tied with Misery, and it comes down to you there, Chuck. Um, I actually recently watched an episode of the uh, that old cartoon, The Critic, 
that has a whole episode that parodies uh, Misery which, with a friend of mine, and it caused me to go back and watch Misery. So that is a little more fresher in my mind. Uh, just a really great movie, and I really like how kind of like a writer kind of like imagines, uh, you know, the whole idea behind uh, what if some kind of psycho fan, you know, had kind of control over me. Uh, um, so I'm going with Misery. Misery gets another vote and moves on into the next round. And this one is yours, Tess. It is Night of the Living Dead versus Jaws. Oh, I was dreading this one. Um, zombies are going to take over the world someday, so that's a, that's a huge vote for Night of the Living Dead, but I still got to go with Jaws. Um, I am more likely to go swimming in the ocean than I am to be eaten by zombies in a, in a small town in, outside of Pittsburgh. Um, and besides, they shoot the hero. I mean, hello, they shoot the hero. I, <laughs> uh, and and you got with Jaws. You got you got Dreyfus. You've got Murray Hamilton. You've got Roy Scheider. I mean, the the, the performances are absolutely incredible. That's that shark. Even though it looks fake now, thirty years later, was scary as fuck. And uh, I don't think there's anybody who goes swimming in, in water that they can't see the can't see the bottom that doesn't think about oh shit what if there's a shark? Yeah. Oh, right. thank you for sharing. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> no problem. Uh, you know, I gotta go. Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Jaws is a scary movie. It is a very scary movie, but there is something about zombies that scare. They don't really scare me now. When I think about it in my rational head, I've, I've planned for the zam- zombie apocalypse. I plan for it. So uh, if if that if I do that, I, I must be terrified of Night of the Living Dead. So I got to go with Night of the Living Dead. Mike. Even the music is scary, except when I do it. Uh, I have to go with Jaws. A vote for Jaws. Chuck! Uh, yeah, again, very tough decision. Even though Night of Living Dead was very groundbreaking uh, and great, uh, just like Mike said, I mean, everything about Jaws is just so iconic. You know, you got lines that you just remember. You're going to need a bigger boat. You know, the double bases, bottom. You know, everything about it. And again, Spielberg and all those guys in the late 70s were just so groundbreaking. Uh and uh, again, uh, as Tess pointed out, you know, every time I go into the ocean, once in a while, Jaws pops into my head. So I'm going for Jaws. A vote for Jaws. And Jared? Yeah, Jaws. <laughs> Making it almost a clean sweep for Jaws. Moving on to our next fight. It is Child's Play versus Exorcist. This is for a spot in the final four. And... um I said it before, I'm not really that scared of The Exorcist. I, I never have been. It just never, ever really affected me. And Chucky really does scare the shit out of me. So, I gotta go with Child's Play. Mike? Uh, you know, I'm sticking with The Exorcist. Uh, when when they re-released that director's cut a few years ago, a friend of mine was working as a projectionist in a movie theater that was showing that. And uh, the the sound, the audio that was running through that movie during the possession scenes, um, he said that he could hear it just playing subtly in the background while the movie was going and he was working in the booth. And uh, it scared the shit out of him. He had to leave the booth all the time. So, The Exorcist. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Pete, you're such a pussy. Uh, Chuck? 
Yeah, I'm going with The Exorcist again. Child's Play uh, scared me as a kid, but Exorcist just holds up. Uh, would have been scared to me as a kid and an adult, uh, and it's just really iconic. So Exorcist. Jared. Um, let's go with The Exorcist. Uh, it's a boy girl. It's like a boy versus a girl. Like uh, yeah, Exorcist. <laughs> Exorcist and Tess. Exorcist all the way. Another vote for The Exorcist. Moving on, this is a, Exorcist is in the final four. Mike, this one is yours. It is The Shining versus Halloween. You know, I, I always, I always hate it when we get down to what's going into the final four because it becomes such a tough choice. And uh, Halloween is is such a definitive horror movie. It, it, it's named after the holiday, but you know, at the end of the day, one of the things that separates these two for me. Um, John Carpenter may be a master of horror, but um, Kubrick is just a master, and he can make you feel things that a uh, few other directors can. So I'm going to go with uh, The Shining. Vote for The Shining, Chuck. Yeah, I'm going to have to side with Mike in this one too. Again, Halloween, great classic horror movie, but again, The Shining. Uh, couldn't really put it any better. It's like you're in this whole other new world, and it's uh, just really terrifying. So, Shining. Okay, uh, Jared. Yeah, I'm going to go with The Shining as well. There's conversations in The Shining that are stirring the shit out of you. <laughs> They're just talking to each other. <laughs> uh, uh, so I go with The Shining. Tess? Oh, I feel like I'm boiling puppies trying to answer this one. Um it's uh, this is probably the hardest choice that I'm going to have to make the whole the whole show simply because Halloween is very probably my favorite film of all time. But if you go, if you're going strictly by what's scary, I think you have to go with The Shining because the the notion of of there being you know a, a masked killer that's scary, but the notion of of someone having actually lost their shit to the point that they will chop up their family with an axe. Way more so. I, I got to go with The Shining. Uh, yeah, nothing scarier than family. So you're right. I got to go with The Shining, and The Shining moves on into the final four. Chuck, this one is yours. It is Alien versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow, these are really hard. <laughs> yeah, again, it's also kind of ironic since I pointed out that, or a funny coincidence since I pointed out Ridley Scott said he wanted Alien to be. Um, 2001 Space Odyssey meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but Alien is probably like one of my top five movies of all time. And I even remember as a kid, my parents um, went out of their way not to let me watch Alien. So naturally I had to see it. Uh, And it was just like such an amazing movie. Even to this day, it's just, you know, flawless in my opinion. Just such a, such a great film. Alien. Vote for Alien, Jared. Yeah, this one really sucks for me because I, I these actually are really really close to my heart. The uh, Alien versus ha- or the uh, Halloween versus you know the Shining one was easier for me, but here we've got wow, just the influence of, of Texas Chainsaw. Always, I always think of that when somebody says, "Well, what's a good scary movie?" I always think of how that movie is shot, how it's put together, and then yet Alien is so. Cerebral also, so uh, I'm going to go with, uh, you know what, I'm going to go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, fuck it. A vote for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Tess. Oh, God, this is tough, but 
Um, not as tough as the last one for me. I I really I got to go with Alien simply because it, it goes back to the the idea of what's what's looking for you in the dark. You're all by yourself. You think you're okay, and then all of a sudden, it's not even close. Uh, not to mention H.R. Giger's design work is creepy in and of itself. Uh, you've got John Hurt, you've got Yafet Koto, you've got Sigourney Weaver in a in a beyond iconic performance. Uh, yeah, I got to go with Alien. You know, I would go with Alien, but you won't. But I won't be, <laughs> for, for for the simple fact that <laughs> the oh. movie would have been a horrible movie if they had the money to make the suit. Because the reason you don't see the alien but in flashes is because the suit looked horrible and they knew it looked horrible. So it made for a scarier movie after the fact. In editing, they realized it was getting scarier. But they didn't realize it. They wanted to shoot the alien. They wanted everybody to see the alien, and it wasn't going to be scary, and it was going to be a horrible film. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they put everything that they wanted scary in that film. So I got I got to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Plus, once again, nothing scarier than Southern, well, Americans. <laughs> Mike? Uh, I'm going to give it to Alien. Um, oh, it, yes. It doesn't matter whether they wanted to put the, the suit in or not. Uh, they knew enough to not show you what w- what was in the dark. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, that's in Texas. You know, Texas is a big state, but you know you can you can get away. Alien is in space, and in space, no one can hear you scream. All right, Alien. Mo- moving. Did you on? just come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Is it? <laughs> You're a marketing genius. I might have a future in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Alien is moving on into the final four. Jared, this one is yours. It is Misery versus Jaws. Oh, man. I'm going to go with Jaws uh, because uh, James Conn's legs are hobbled in Misery. <laughs> But Jaws can eat hobbled legs just as quickly as ones that are kicking. (laughs) (laughs) A vote for Jaws. Tess. Wow, Jared, that was profound. Um, (laughs) Now, I actually, I got to go with Jaws on this one, too. Uh, I I love the the, the story. I love the performances in Misery, but that shark still scared the shit out of me. All right, a vote for Jaws. I am going to go with Misery for... For the reason that I think I think people are forgetting is she was just a crazy person who fixated on another person. That's something that can happen. Yeah, he was a famous writer, but you could just be walking down the street and somebody could go, that person looks cool or hot or whatnot. I'm going to stalk them for a while. Then I'm going to kidnap them and make them do things in my house. That's- Sounds like your love life, dude. Well, <laughs> slightly, <laughs> slightly, but I am going to go misery. Mike, uh, I'm I'm gonna stick with Jaws. Uh, if you want a good example of scary, just go back and watch the Robert Shaw Indianapolis speech uh, with just that kind of the saw the sound of the ocean in the background and the bell of the buoy and uh, the delivery of that just put you right in the middle of what he was describing and it was terrifying. A vote for Jaws. And Chuck? I gotta go with Jaws. I just think that movie is just really great. I could watch Jaws 
once and then watch it right after just watching it and enjoy it just as much that second time. That's how much Jaws, uh, how much I love it. So, Jaws. All right, Jaws moving into the final four, and it's all set in stone. We've got The Exorcist versus The Shining and Alien versus Jaws. And Tess, you're going to start off this round. It's going to be Exorcist versus The Shining. Who you got? Oh, this one makes me want to cry. Um, I, I really, I just saw The Exorcist on the big screen when they did the uh, the one night engagement for the Blu-ray release, and it still it still holds up. It is still so incredibly fucked up. Uh, but the you know The Shining is is one. Uh, I'm gonna have to go to R two D two on this one. I really, I no, can't, no, I can't make a choice. No, ah! no R two D two, not in the final four. Sorry. All right. Um, at this point, uh, I'm probably gonna have to go with The Exorcist simply because I've seen it more recently and it's fresher in my mind. All right, going with The Exorcist, and once again, I have said before, Exorcist does not scare me uh, at all. Maybe it is because I'm possessed by a demon. Maybe it is because I'm already going to hell. But uh, I am per- I'm terrified of my family, and I'm terrified of somebody with an axe coming into my room right now. So i got to go with Shining. Mike? Uh, you know, I'm a little terrified of your family, too, but uh, I am a little bit more terrified of a possessed little girl. So I'm going to give it to the exorcist. I forgot it had a kid. Uh, Chuck? Um, again, very tough decision, but, uh, the thing is that there are actually parts in The Exorcist, um, that are actually, in my opinion, kind of dragging, you know, uh, whereas, uh, in The Shining, like, they could be talking about the fucking storage food that they have, just talking about that, Cooper is able to make that scary, uh, you know, he can have, like, random weird shots of blood coming out of elevators and, like, you know, a guy wearing a bunny suit giving some guy a blowjob and it's terrifying. Yeah! You know? So, (laughs) shining all the way, man. Okay. It's all tied up. Two for The Exorcist, two for Shining, and it comes down to you, Jared. Who do you have? Oh, man. You know, they're both such big classics. I'm gonna go with The Shining, though. And it's... I'm sad that Chuck took my uh, furry image, which, uh, <laughs> which comes in at the end. It's like, what is that? <laughs> what nobody said so far is how awesome is it that that guy gets a vision from Florida, gets on a plane, flies all the way out there, goes and rents something to get into, to drive up the mountain, drives up the mountain, walks in the door and gets an axe in the chest. That's the best long-form joke. <laughs> well, and, and it does it, it does have one of the best naked chick on black velvet paintings of all time. Yes. That's, that's yes. over Scatman Crothers' bed in, that's in Florida. That. That true that. True that. All right, all right. You guys I have, have that on my wall. You have, to, <laughs> you have to save this because The Shining has made it into the finals, but there's still another side to go in another, another round. So, Jared, this one is yours. We've got Alien versus Jaws. Which one do you have? Oh, wow. Um, you know what? This is horrible, but I'm going to go with Alien just because I like science fiction more. Vote for Alien. Tess? I got I to gotta go with Jaws. I really do. Okay, a vote for Jaws. Um, I'm going to vote for Jaws, too, because, once again, scared of sharks. And, you know, I don't want to swim with them. And you do from time to time. Mike? 
uh, I'm I'm going to give it to Alien because at the end of the day, like Tess mentioned earlier, the uh, the designs alone uh, they kind of capture a kind of horror that you don't get with Jaws. All right, it's all tied up and coming to you, Chuck. There's two for Alien and two to Jaws. Which one do you have? Okay, again, this is very tough. These are both two movies that I really love a lot. Uh, Got to give it to Alien. Uh, just because, again, the aesthetic of Alien is so great. I'm, like, terrified, like, 90% during, like, 90% of the movie Jaws. I'm probably terrified during about maybe, like, 40, 50% of the movie. And also, um, Alien actually um, was, like, the culmination of this big science fiction project to film Dune in the, the mid to late 70s that fell apart. And, and then you had all these great people left over, Dan O'Bannon... Uh, H.R. Geiger, uh, people that were connected to early um, heavy metal magazine and stuff like that. And it was just like everything about it. Like that movie, 50 years from now, like could hold up. And that's a a lot to say about a science fiction movie. And it doubles as an amazing horror movie. Just works on so many levels. So I got to go for Alien. All right. You went with Alien. Alien makes it into the finals. It is The Shining versus Alien, which I was not expecting at all. We are at our final fight, and Mike, you're going to take this one. Which one do you have? Uh, you know, I am a big fan of Stanley Kubrick, and I'm not really a big fan of Ridley Scott, but I'm going to give it to Alien because Sigourney Weaver was hotter than Shelley Duvall. A vote for Alien. Chuck? Um, I'm going to go for Alien, because just all this talk, right after we're done recording this, I'm going to fucking watch Alien, man. Whereas I don't really have as much inkling to watch The Shining. Alien, man, I could, I just love that movie so much. Alien. A vote for Alien. Jared? I love both of these movies immensely. And I went with Alien last time because it's science fiction. But it wasn't up against The Shining at the time. And it's difficult. These movies both take place in wide open spaces. There's so much room. And, oh, wait. No, they're all closed in. Everyone's trapped. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with The Shining. A vote for The Shining. Tess. I, I'm going to have to go with The Shining on this one. Um, I've, got a, I've got a lot of reasons for why it's, it's so spectacular. Uh, the, the, opening, the opening credit sequence with, the, with that crazy music. Uh, oh, the, 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 the iconic Jack Nicholson face in the door moment. Uh, the, the, the Friends episode where they had to put the book in the freezer. Because it was so scary, I, I, and and Kubrick, Kubrick, uh, he, his his work has stood up for so much longer and over such a different variety of genres. I I, I gotta go with The Shining. I can't believe you referenced Friends. <laughs> well, I'm a TV geek too. Leave me alone. All right, it, it's all tied up. All the more reason not to reference Friends. <laughs> <laughs> it is all tied up. Two for The Shining. Two for Alien. Throw it to R2. I can't throw it to R2. I can't throw it to R2 here. Um, Ah, this is so hard. Because Alien is a a good movie. It's a fun movie, but there are flaws to it. Um, I got to go Shining. I'm going Shining. Boo words. (laughs) The Shining is the scariest movie of all time. So that means everybody has to sit down in like three or four days for your Halloween party 
and watch The Shinnin' Boy. Hell, I may have to watch it now. Yeah, it, it is a good movie. So The Shining takes the cake. Mike? There's cake? No, there's no cake. Damn you. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Jared? Uh, just uh, just uh, the fact that I was in Starship Troopers, that I am a Starship Trooper. Yes, you were a Starship Trooper. So when you buy a Starship Trooper DVD, uh, I'm an extra in the background. <laughs> and I actually do get no money for that. Way to go. You buy that, so. <laughs> uh, Chuck, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Would you like to plug Eric? Uh, nah, you, you know. Um, I don't know. Is that supposed to be dirty? Blu-ray. No, it, it wasn't supposed to be dirty. It was just, you know, I, I, I realized that. Same. Yeah, that that didn't sound good. It didn't sound right. Yeah, right, right. Well, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to get any money from Fox for this, but Alien's coming out on Blu-ray at the end of the month, so get that. All right. Uh, Tess, anything that you would like to plug? Um... My my steampunk group, the Misfit Hedonaires, and uh, World Steam Expo coming up Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day coming up? That's all the way next year. Yeah, but we're planning it now. Okay. <laughs> it takes a long time to build the time machine. Hello. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'd like to thank TrekCast for airing my crazy trivia, Mania.com for, uh, well occasionally saying something about us and having a really good geek site. Uh, for all things Trek, look no further than subspacecommunicate.com. And, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Jared Formby. He did the, the intro for this episode. He does the intro for almost all of our episodes. Thank you for that, Jared. No problem. Thank you. Uh, Mike, anything? Uh, well, you can find me on uh, the Zod Complex podcast at zodcomplex.com. Uh, you can find us on the internet at geekfights.net. You can email us at geekfights at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're geekfights. Or you can become a fan on Facebook. Just look for geekfights. Uh, Damon? And if you'd like to be on the panel, uh, just contact us. All it really takes is a headset and Skype to join the Legion of Geeks! Our upcoming battles are uh, Best Death and Resurrection, and, you know, Mike, we really haven't discussed what comes after that. No, we're still working on that, but, you know, everybody, go check out our website. Hey. We've got a list. Sorry, what was what that? Are you guys doing Best Token Minority? Oh, we've done that one. Yeah, that was oh, last really? week. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, everyone, go check out our website. We've got a list of some of our upcoming ideas. Let us know uh, if there's any that you would like to see, uh, any you'd like to participate in, or if you've got your own ideas, uh, let us know. We've got some interesting stuff coming up. We just haven't quite nailed down uh, when we're going to do it yet. And uh, if you download us on Twitter or Zoom, uh, you know, rate and review us. Uh, even if it's a one star and you say we're shitty, that's better than nothing. We, we, we like to see that. <laughs> Until next time, uh, everybody keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. Let you do that.
it worked for Bill and Ted. Probably should uh, do our geek cred one of these days. One of these days we will. Yep, yep. But, geek for sure. but if you say you're geek cred, you might get fired for some of the stuff you've done. Why? Wait, are you peeing? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? And Chuck. Oh man. Well, you were drinking. Chuck's like, I got degrees. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Is that- Oh, Mike, are we we're, we might have to postpone what we wanted to do. The, 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 so. <laughs> yeah, because that was awesome. <laughs> okay, we, we'll do both. We'll do both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You find out that that was Chuck's whole plan. Oh, they're gonna put me at the end of the episode. I'm gonna piss. <laughs> yeah, man, Great. Pe- people are trying to make the blooper real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.